Welcome, everybody, to the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, where we get you up to date on the weird, creepy, and strangest stories happening right now all around the world. I'm Andrew, and thank you guys for tuning in. To kick off the year this month, first, we're looking at the gruesome discovery of human remains found in a very unlikely place. Then we're going to look at the world's first internet cryptid created by technology that just keeps creeping people out. After that, we're checking in on a missing woman from Nebraska, followed by the only image of Jack the Ripper ever recorded. We'll wrap it all up, the story of a very bad nurse. Here are the strange and scary mysteries of the month for January 2023. Number 5. Body Bin World-famous psychologist Abraham Maslow said, Giving back to those in need helps a person achieve a greater sense of personal satisfaction and growth. And while there are many ways to do this, one of the most convenient means for giving back is by using donation bins, where you simply deposit used items that are still useful to others. They can be found all around the country, but this particular bin in South Carolina was not like the others. On December 31st, 2022, an individual called authorities after he smelled what was said to be a stomach-churning odor emanating from a bin receptacle located at the Camden West Inn in Lugoff. Lees from the Kershaw County Sheriff's Office responded to the scene to investigate, and sure enough, they too smelled the overwhelming stench. It was clear it was coming from the donation bin, and once they opened it up, much to everyone's shock, inside they discovered a human corpse that, according to their report, was virtually mummified. At first they thought it was someone who most likely sought some shelter from the cold weather and had perhaps passed away from hypothermia. However, after a more thorough examination, the body had clearly been in there for several months already. So this begged the question, why had no one reported about the body earlier? While digging further into the bin, they found relics like VHS tapes and outdated technology, and so it became clear that this bin hadn't been checked or even opened for potentially many years. It just sat there in the back of a lot forgotten about, and perhaps, if in fact the body had been placed there, the person who did so knew exactly this. So, they needed to first and foremost identify this person and how they died in order to get some answers to the mystery of the body in the bin. Authorities said, though, that as of now it's impossible to identify them because of how long they've been inside. Although judging from the female clothes they were wearing, it was somewhat safe to assume it was a female. South Carolina law enforcement later announced that they'll be investigating the case as if it were a homicide, meaning they are considering the possibility that the woman may have been a victim of a heinous crime, but currently they are not releasing information on how the death happened. Along with the remains, investigators are recovering the donation bin and everything in it for further examination, and an autopsy is scheduled to be conducted with the hope of finding out who exactly the lady in the bin is and how she got there. Number 4. Loeb Recently, the internet has been abuzz about artificial intelligence-generated art. Basically, this type of art is made using computer programs where a person can type in any number of words, 
Click Generate, and the AI will use the information on the internet to create a one-of-a-kind image. Think of it like a robot artist. And these programs, the most popular of which are Dolly Mini, Mid Journey, and Stable Diffusion, can create all sorts of art, things like stories, music, and of course, pictures. As you might expect, as this technology is in its infancy, a lot of the computer-generated work can seem chaotically random, even nonsensical, depending on the prompts. However, there are times when they make great stuff and sometimes produce artwork that can be lurid and, for lack of a better word, creepy. And that's where Loeb comes in. In September of 2022, Twitter user Supercomposite thought of using a negative prompt, in which case the computer spat out pictures of a long-haired, old-looking woman with distinguishably rosy cheeks. It was named Loeb simply because one of the generated images displayed some text that seemed to read L-O-A-B. And it was here that the horror really began. Supercomposite continued to prompt the AI to generate new pictures with Loeb as its base. What spawned were a flurry of macabre and gory images, the kind of stuff we can't even show here. Things that even the biggest horror fan would find disturbing. Headless humans, children with horrifying faces, and animals with weird body compositions emerged. According to the AI user, Loeb now practically haunts every image that she touches. When asked what exact AI tool they used, Supercomposite said they chose not to disclose such information for fear that the public might pick up on the trend on proliferating gory stuff like Loeb and her grotesque variants. As terrifying as she is, Internet users couldn't help but dabble on the possibility that perhaps Loeb is something that actually exists. Like a poltergeist trapped in a computer, letting its presence be known by showing up in various forms. But to this, Supercomposite clarified that just like creatures from creepypastas such as the Slenderman, Jeff the Killer, and Siren Head, Loeb is not real. Perhaps Loeb's popularity has something to do with her being everywhere. The AI software knows that people are intrigued and terrified by it, and so, now when asked to create something scary, I can't help but pull inspiration from the various Loeb-influenced images out there now. And then again, maybe there's something much more to it. Born out of a combination of zeros and ones, Loeb is nothing but a figment of, in this case, an AI's imagination. But... That goes to show you just how terrifying AI really can be. Number 3. Omaha Missing Woman Breakups are hard, and moving on is even harder. On November 20, 2022, the Douglas County Sheriff's Office received a missing persons report filed on Kerry Allen. The 43-year-old from Omaha was last seen a day before at around midnight, but since then, no family or friends had heard from her. During the investigation, authorities fairly quickly came to the conclusion that her ex-boyfriend, Aldrich Scott, might have had something to do with it. The two had been together for a few years, and just two weeks before she went missing, Alan and Scott had a big falling out. A little more digging then revealed that on November 21st, just two days after Alan had last contacted any family or friends, Scott, 
who was a former military man, booked a ticket that had him flying from Kansas City, Missouri to Houston. And from there, he then took a connecting flight down to Cancun, Mexico. This information led detectives to his parked car at the Kansas City International Airport, where inside they found a loaded 9mm handgun tucked in the car's spare tire compartment. His sudden out-of-country trip and the discovery of the weapon led law enforcement to consider Scott as a serious person of interest. And after more digging, they then found out that he confided in a military friend who then told police what really happened between the couple. According to the unnamed person, Aldrich and Kerry got into a heated argument that ended up in a physical altercation. The two allegedly threw objects at each other and it came to a point where the woman pulled out a gun. After a scuffle, Aldrich was able to take it from her and after that, he admitted that he shot and killed her with the weapon. With Aldrich in Mexico, they needed to focus their attention on finding the body. The police tinkered with Scott's SUV and there found some useful details from his OnStar app. OnStar is an onboard application that provides information on the vehicle's diagnostic system, security, as well as turn-by-turn navigation. And in his data, it showed that Scott spent several hours at an abandoned property in Topeka, Kansas, just a day after Allen was reported missing. It's yet to be found that the suspect owns the property, but with the help of local authorities, investigators finally discovered the victim's body in December. The remains were wrapped in black trash bags and buried in a shallow grave. The autopsy confirmed that she had been shot in the chest. Without wasting much time, Douglas County Police then tracked down Scott, whom they located down in Belize. The 47-year-old was immediately arrested without further incident and was then brought back to the U.S. to face trial. Aldrich Scott is currently detained on suspicion of kidnapping and murder, and his bond is set at $10 million. Number 2. Composite Image of Jack the Ripper Jack the Ripper. We all know him, and the name conjures up a ghastly image of a perpetrator who once terrorized the streets of London in the late 1800s. But by image, we really mean it in a metaphorical way because even after more than a century, no one has been able to identify who he is or what he looked like, at least not until now. Jack the Ripper brought terror to the East End alleyways of Spitalfields and Whitechapel, areas on the outskirts of London. Between the years of 1888 and 1891, the top hat-wearing gentleman at least that's what the press described him as back then, committed at least five murders. His victims were Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly. All these women were prostitutes who were found stabbed and severely mutilated in almost surgical-type fashion. Panic enveloped the entire East End and nearby areas as people, especially sex workers, became terrified with just even the thought of going outside. And then, all of a sudden, the killing stopped. However, the brutality of his crime spurred years and even decades of investigations. There were a lot of individuals, barbers, butchers, and even doctors, who were held as persons of interest, but no one was ever taken to trial, and so who Jack the Ripper was remained a mystery. 
Many of the details of this investigation were lost or destroyed during World War II as well. A few items were left behind, but not enough for authorities to really pick back up on the case. Most of the bulk of the work on this case was said to be credited to one of Scotland Yard's most ardent detectives, Frederick Aberlein. Aberlein spent much of his career tracking down this mystery killer. When he finally retired, though he may have failed to solve the case, the agency gave him a special parting gift. A walking cane carved with a face said to be the only known image of Jack the Ripper. No one knows who carved the decorative handle. One may also wonder how the artist got to acquire the model of his or her masterpiece. Unfortunately, all the answers to these questions were also lost in the blitz of World War II. After Aberlein's death in 1929, the carved wooden cane had, at some point, ended up in the storage of the National Police College. This facility was opened in 1948 before moving in 1960 and being renamed Bramshill Police Staff College. That eventually closed in 2015. All of its records and collections, including this cane, was once again moved back to the original facility, now known as the College of Policing. Wasn't exactly known how, but amidst the chaos of packing and moving, this special cane was found. Suffice to say, the curators at the College of Policing were surprised to rediscover such an artifact that bore the likeness of the infamous serial killer. In 2022, the Metropolitan Police officially announced the now so-called Aberlein's Cane to be the only composite image of the ever-elusive Jack the Ripper. He may be long dead, however, authorities believe that this huge development could nonetheless be of great help to finally put a face on the terror of Whitechapel. Number 1. Bad Nurse Kind, compassionate, and always there to support their patients, nurses are who we turn to when we're in dire need of care. At least, that's what we hope for. Christopher Lambros was a former health caregiver at St. Mary's Medical Center in Grand Junction, Colorado. The 61-year-old had worked there for 10 years until he was fired in October of 2022 when his heinous crimes were discovered. His downfall began on July 9th of that year when a fellow nurse caught him taking photos of a female patient who was, at the time, unconscious in the intensive care unit. It was an unbelievable sight to behold. The witness said that the man had positioned his head on the woman's stomach who was holding his phone in an outstretched arm like he was taking a selfie. As soon as he noticed the other person coming in, he immediately dropped his device, replaced her gown, and covered her with a blanket. The witness, though, quickly notified a ward supervisor, who then called the police. Lambrose, of course, denied taking any pictures, but a search warrant enabled authorities to look inside his phone. And it was here that all his secrets were finally revealed. There were many photos and videos showing Lambros posing with a number of victims who, like the one mentioned, were all unconscious in the hospital. It then got even more disturbing when in one of the pieces of footage, it showed him sexually assaulting a female patient. In another clip, he can be heard whispering to himself saying, Don't ever get rid of these videos. This is your Dexter collection. Dexter, of course, 
referring to the television show about a serial killer who keeps trophies of his victims. He was immediately suspended from work and got stripped of his access to the hospital. Police went on to discover that to pursue his malicious plans, he would often administer an unusually high dose of medications to render his patients unconscious for longer periods of time. Lambros is now in custody and held on a cash-only bond in the amount of a quarter million dollars. Meanwhile, a class-action lawsuit was filed against the accused from the families of the victims. So that's going to do it, guys, for the Scary Mysteries of the Month for January 2023. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're craving even more stuff, go check out our Everytown podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one.